Sasha Gray. And I'm another host of this podcast, David Guy Levy. It's very slow of you, David. However, (laughs) this week, our special guest is J.C. Cocoli. J.C. Cocoli. What's up, everybody? Hey. Hey. I'm so zen right now. So, yeah, you ready to relax? I'm so ready to relax. All right, then, William, let's send in the therapist. Please. I have to say I'm very excited today. For this massage. More than normal. I've been thinking about this for five hours. Well, JC, today you have Marcia working on you. Hi, Marcia. Ariana's back in the studio working on me. And Sandra is on Sasha. This Hello. is so fun. How's it going? Good. Marcia, Thank where you. do you want my you? sweet little hands? Anything you want me to focus on more than this? Everything for sure. Or disaster. Okay. Um, and then I think the shoulder, like neck, it seems you're going to feel it. Yeah, okay. It's really, really so I'm actually going to tuck your hands in. Okay. Nice bracelet. Thank you. Uh, is that okay for me to have yeah. them on? Because taking them off is a huge challenge. It's no big deal. Just focus on your breathing. Really warming oil. It's my favorite. <laughs> when, when it's on, because then you feel it warm up. You always go, what's that? I'm so excited to talk during a massage, because I've never, I've always wanted to. It destroys, <laughs> it destroys any meditative effect you would have had. <laughs> yeah, but I'm glad you said you want to talk, because we've had a few people before... We actually start recording and say, oh, am I going, you know, everybody gets a little bit nervous if they're going to be able to talk or not. Um, but it's okay. That's what editing's for. Yeah. And part of me wants to, like, right in the middle of a sentence be like, <laughs> Go for it. Yeah, if you feel it, don't hold it back. Yeah. You're not ignoring this experience. <laughs> that's fixed this little weird pillow. All right. What is today? Today's today, Wednesday. Yeah, let's yeah. not give dates out right now. Whatever. You don't <laughs> need to know what date it is. We're in this it's timeless void of podcasting. Yeah. Uh, what have you been doing, JC? What's bothering you in life this week? Well, bothering me in life this week is I um, I recently became a mother. No, you didn't. Yeah. No way. You're a mom? Of a guinea pig. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say. I was going to say, your figure is way yeah. too good You're for just being a mom. <laughs> Thought I had a baby. Um, JC is pretty people. <laughs> I have a guinea pig, so I now have responsibilities that I never had a pet before. Um, and I got the guinea pig when I was a little bit drunk. Um, and that's on Petco for really letting me have that. To be At least it wasn't a tattoo of a guinea pig. Yeah, that would have been really that is true. It was just the responsibility of another life. Yeah. So I'm I'm adjusting now to um, being a mom, I guess. Um, and it's just, that's what's been bothering me is like, uh, nobody respects it as a pet. Well, it's not a pet. <laughs> it's a horrible. It is not horrible. It, the thing is so goddamn cute. You should see my Instagram. The noises, yeah, right? they squeak when you're excited. What's, uh, what's the name? Uh, well, you know, that was also a drunk decision, but, uh, Captain Nipples. <laughs> yes. Uh, because I just like had this vision of like, what if there was a nipple driving a boat? Uh, and then there was a captain. Were you more than drunk? Yeah, I mean, I was. it was, you know, definitely a lot of cocktails. <laughs> and I was, like, screaming at the top of my lungs, drunk in love, because it was right when Beyonce's album uh, got into my iPhone. <laughs> you know how that happens. Yeah. But that's what has been bothering me. Oh, and then there's this guy, ugh, this dude. He wears a bandana on his head, and every time I talk to him, it slides down his face. <laughs> 
But is it a functional bandana because he sweats a lot? Or? No, it's just like it's one. He's like, you know, it's like a Brett Michaels, Axl uh. Rose-ish kind of bandana. Uh. And he's like, you know, it's hot in a way, but then it like was keeps that grown about the bandana or something that's happening to you, Sasha? The bandana okay, comment. Good. Oh yes. yeah. Good. I'm I'm okay with the bandana, but it's like let's bobby pin that. You know what I mean? Like pull it together, guy. <laughs> you know, that's really what's going on in my world. I mean, there's so much more, but that's only that's bothering me. How about you, Sasha? What's bothering you this week? My effing toilet exploded and flooded my house. Every week, there's something with you. I swear, I can't wait until August where I can have. A tablet device, turn my phone off, and only answer emails. Oh. I still, I oh. mean, I try and say I take a vacation, but I still end up doing too much work, but I'm attempting at taking a vacation. And where are you going for vacation? Italy. Where in Italy? Uh, up north to a lake. Specifically what hotel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's the address? What's the address? Um, no, so this is the second time this has happened in a year. Uh, so I was the cause of the first time I was at your house. And Technically, you weren't. I mean, yeah, but I walked out going, but... great, I just exploded someone's toilet. <laughs> Technically, and it's flooding it out into fault. a carpeted living room. Oh, my God. But I am glad that you did it because I don't use that bathroom often. So if you wouldn't have done it, it could have actually happened like three weeks later while I was out of town, which really would have sucked. See? You're so. welcome. I literally, uh, I literally walked outside. She's having a barbecue, and I was just like, so um, can I grab you for a second? <laughs> You were that guy? Yeah, I was like, thank God I was number one. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Oh, God, so true. I just find that so funny that after all years of pooping, we're still embarrassed to poop. I know. <laughs> you it's, know what it's I mean? humiliating. I'm dating someone, and every time I have to fart, I go to another, I know, but another it's just, like, floor. Like, who like, raised us this way? Why is that? I'm making her laugh really hard, but if it's a true. Why are we so embarrassed by it? It's like we know. have to do it. Uh, but I'm still embarrassed too. I can't have cheese. Why am I telling you all this? You can't have cheese. Can't have cheese? <laughs> <laughs> what is that I'm not supposed to have cheese. Why? No. I don't know. My my nutritionist said if I ever want to find a husband, I have to stop eating cheese. <laughs> Your nutritionist Wait. sounds horrible. Yeah. Wait. So you're not lactose intolerant. They just say don't eat cheese. No, it's I'm for I'm you. for sure lactose intolerant. But she was just like you because I was like I can't stop farting sometimes. <laughs> and she was like, "What's your fridge look like?" I was like, "Well, there's water and gouda and blue cheese and feta." And she was like, "Okay, just stop." Oh. <laughs> you're making me ill. <laughs> that sucks. I know. I still indulge though, you guys. Did yeah. you do one big fondue party before you you restocked your fridge? <laughs> Hell yeah. Can you imagine if I had a fondue party? I would kill myself. Fondue, <laughs> fondue and farts with JC. Yeah, Kipola. that's my new Kipola. podcast. No one comes on with me because they're just like her career is falling. <laughs> she, she's got really good cheeses, people. I have to go to a baby shower on um, Sunday. What are your feelings about this? Well, she asked me. I, I actually was really stoked. I, for the first time ever, was asked to be someone's godparent. Oh, oh wow. that was that means if they die, I get the kid. That's huge for me. I'm gonna be a godparent to uh, Rose and Kristoff's baby, their little baby Nova, and uh, I was really excited. I actually teared up a little bit when they asked me, and then I had to Google what godparent was. And then was Google like, what tears are. And then, 
<laughs> yeah, because it's been so long since they streamed on my face. I was like, I'm drowning. And then they're like, <laughs> <laughs> Call a doctor. <laughs> they're like, No, you're just crying. Let it be. <laughs> but I, uh, yeah, I'm excited now. I have to go to the baby shower, which is in Pasadena. Uh, you tell me if this is a good idea because okay. I'm not good at baby gifts because I personally don't like babies. Uh, but this oh, one I'm gonna. These are the worst until they're 18 months. Get them away from. Yeah, me. but I, I think this one I'm gonna I'm gonna take a liking to now that I have a guinea pig. I know what it's like to be a mom. <laughs> I was thinking buy the buy the gift at the Pasadena flea market at Rose Bowl. Do you think they're gonna have any weird baby gifts there? Yeah, they have to. Right? Like a weird, creepy rocker. Yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> Something this, really uncomfortable. Yeah, this yeah, This is yeah. from Amityville. I don't know which house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I heard. I don't know which feature film, but I think it's between the 70s and 80s. Uh, oh. You know, I actually, my friend just had a kid, and I bought her a present instead of a baby gift. Oh, or, that's a good idea. Yeah, and it was actually kind of an accident. I just saw something I thought she might like. And since I didn't go to the actual baby shower, I just sent her that. Yeah. Because everybody I, always thinks about, oh, this is what the kid needs. And you end up getting triples of the same fucking thing. That's true. So. Oh, you know what? Yeah, maybe I'll get her like a massage or something. Yeah. Right? That's, That's a cool idea. Don't moms need that? Hell yeah. Yes. Or like a fun sex gift <laughs> for whenever they get their groove back. Yeah, don't wait too long. Does that ever come back? Yeah, I think so. The groove? I think that what we, does it ever come back if what? I imagine this once people have babies, they stop sleeping together. That's not true. That would suck. They've told me that they've been having sex, and he's not worried about his penis poking the baby's head at all. That would be my fear. <laughs> it's weird how some some doctors encourage it during pregnancy and some discourage it. Really? Really? Yeah. Like I've had friends who said, "Oh, I had to stop having sex at four months pregnancy." I said, "What? Four months?" No. That's insane. He said, yeah, because of the position, it can hurt the baby. And then other doctors say, well, because of the position, it's too high, and now you need to have more sex. Oh, the Wait, penis you can, brings like, it back. like, move the baby with the sex activity? It's more like, rela- I think it has more to do with relaxation and preparing your body for childbirth. Rather than moving it with a dick. Well, no, I wasn't <laughs> saying that you're going to just, like, you know, wedge, put a wedge in there and start moving things around. That would be my vision. <laughs> So, oh. JC, you have you we were talking before this started. You said you had a, a new f- movie. Yeah, I just got done shooting uh the spoof movie called Tooken, yes. directed by John Asher, and it is a spoof version of Taken, and it is really funny. <laughs> that is awesome. Uh, we are super stoked. It was really funny shooting it. Um John Asher's really great dude, very funny guy. Um, I don't think I stopped laughing the entire time. And it just it was just fun to, like, shoot. Because I've always wanted to be in a, like, thriller movie. Uh-huh. So, but for it to be, like, sort of fake where I don't actually have to do a lot of the uh, karate. Because <laughs> I was like, I'm not really that fit. And they're like, don't worry about it. The worse you look on camera doing karate, the better. Oh, nice. And I was like, that's my dream. <laughs> is to do really bad karate in a multi-million dollar film. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, America. I win. Yes. <laughs> so that was really fun. And then, uh, yeah, I've been traveling and doing a bunch of shows, which has been really great. I got back from Australia. Like I told you, Sasha was really fun. Um, Australia yeah. is one of those really cool places. It's a lot like America, only it's a 15-hour flight. Yeah. Oh. That flight is brutal. Sorry. 
<laughs> but you've been back for a few days, so. Yeah, I've been back. I've been like. acclimating, which has been really nice. And this is, like, beyond heaven. Yeah. So when does Tooken come out? Tooken should be coming out uh, in the fall of 2014. Oh, cool. If, ow. No, but I like it. So, uh, back. so JC, uh, to, to people who are listening at home and might not be familiar, how would you explain yourself in life? How uh, would you classify, how would you present yourself to the world? Thank you. I am JC Coakley, a stand-up comedian, actress, and writer. Also a little fashionista. <laughs> yeah. I love myself some good fashion. Um, and I am from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I have traveled a bunch of uh, times. <laughs> <laughs> That was such a creepy laugh. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a comic. I mean, I I did not plan on uh, being an actress, and that kind of just fell into my hands. I just wanted. Once to you be... were performing, you sort of kept going in that direction. Yeah, that was really the that was the thing. I always wanted to be a writer. Weirdly enough, wanted to be a, a poet. <laughs> well, a com- comedian or comedian is a writer. Do you hate that word, comedian? No, or, no, no. Yeah. I mean, I think any word is fun. <laughs> Honestly, well, well bitches like you. <laughs> Uh, you're, you're a writer and an actor as a comedian. You know mm-hmm. you're, that's what you're doing. So it makes sense that those are the other two things. You yeah, exactly. Yourself. I think too. I've taken an interest in um, actually writing a lot more uh, for because of Twitter. They've come to us a lot more about book deals, and I never really even thought about writing a book. But now that shit, now that everybody, you know, that chick from the hills did it, I can do it. I was talking about the not the good one, not Lauren Conrad, the other one. I don't watch The Hills, yeah. so I can't it's participate. Over. Heidi Montag. That's what I wanted to say. She has a book, which means we all can do it. And did you... I like that that's part of your thought process, because I often have to say that to myself when I need motivation. This person can do it. I can do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, if, if you can do it, I can do it. And better. No. I can do anything. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I was going for. Um. So I was curious, though. You're from Pittsburgh. Did you ever have a moment where you decided whether or not to go to New York versus L.A.? Uh, I actually did both, which was oh, really okay. good. Um, it was interesting because I meant to do New York first, and I ended up getting a job in Los Angeles when I was turning 19. Oh, wow. So I was still finishing up school, which I went to school in Florida, weirdly enough, Um and got the job for uh, the WB, which is now the CW, and started working. And I had every intention of like going out to New York first because to hit the grind and do all the clubs and yeah. you know, be bad there first before anybody important saw you in L.A. Um, but that's not how it worked out, and I ended up doing stand-up here first and then started traveling more to New York. So every two months, I'll go to New York, do like a month or two there, come back, and then... Just keep it, kind of keep it moving. And New York's one of my favorite places to do stand-up. It's just uncanny. The nightclubs are unreal. Yeah. No, I was really curious about that. Um, what What's, like, the difference between doing stand-up? I mean, obviously, you're alone. You're by yourself. You have a whole fucking audience staring at you. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully laughing. <laughs> and, and judging. And being, you know, doing a comedy film like Tooken. You know, there's a, there's... It's hard to describe what it is when you're doing on stage, but you basically are working through funny observations that you have experienced. So because of being on Tooken, I am able to, you know, take, for a lack of words, 
that experience and make a funny bit out of it. So the onstage stuff, like I remember bombing. I still sometimes the jokes bomb, but when you laugh at yourself, that usually makes it a lot easier. And it's yeah. a, I don't know, it's so hard to explain. Well, you also have to, like, work off of an energy that's sent your way. Yeah. Like a DJ almost, how does this room feel? What do I play? Exactly. Yeah, it's like any art form. It's it's so different because even now with dating guys, when they find out you're a comic, they immediately want to jump into, not, not necessarily tell me a joke mode, but, like, how does it happen? How does it work? And it's like, it really is no different than, like, I don't know, being a CPA. Like, I would, I don't know how that works. Like, I don't understand how you crunch numbers all day. I mean, I guess my job's way cooler. But, but both of them get heckled. They get heckled all the time. Yeah. And you get, you know, you get paid like crap. And it's exhausting. But no, I just feel like it is like any other job, only it is in front of people. And you know what it is, Sasha? Like, what, I think it's just like when anybody goes up in front of an audience to talk, that is all it is. You're just telling stories. Yeah. But you're doing it in a way where you can do it by rote. So I could tell the same story... The goal is to tell the same story a billion times and have it never get old and have it always be funny. That's to me, is a good stand-up comic. So when people walk up to me and they're like, I want to try stand-up, I killed my first five minutes. I want to grab them by their throat. Yeah. And be like, you did it one time. Try it for 30,000 years. Yeah, exactly. And do all the cocaine available and then <laughs> come talk to me. Because <laughs> that's stand-up comedy. Do you uh, have, like, the worst heckling story of your life? Oh, God, I don't know what the word... I mean, it was a really... A bad one. No, it's a great one. It's a great... Do you know the comedian Eliza Schlesinger? Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. so Eliza won Last Comic Standing years ago, and she would kill me if she would be like, that's not how I get introduced anymore. But <laughs> that's, to me, is what she'll always be. Um, and she's a great friend of mine, and she's a bulldog, and she has a very different style of comedy than I do because she's very much like, if you start talking, she will shut you down. Whereas if you start talking during mine... I'll kind of work with you a little bit and, you know, make you want to be quiet, whereas she'll just shut you up. So Eliza goes on, and there's this, uh, bless her sweet soul, this, like, 45-year-old woman just pounding Chardonnay on a Tuesday, like, wearing fucking Charlotte Russe clothing. She's just a real hot mess, this chick. Uh, She's eating a salad. She's talking really loud. And Eliza, you know, shuts her down and says, like, the only thing out of your mouth I want to hear is ha-ha. Otherwise, go fucking call your menopause doctor. I don't know what she said, but it was something along those lines. So this woman starts mouthing off. She leaves. She comes back. She leaves. She comes back. Eliza gets off stage. I get on stage because now the room is uncomfortable. And I'm hosting it. So the room is uncomfortable. So you have to kind of get the back. And I, you know, I talk to her. I'm like, lady, look, like, we just want you to have a good time. I'll gladly buy you another Chardonnay, a.k.a. your medicine, to just, like, make you have a good time. We're all here. I'm sending you love. I'm sending you good vibrations. And the, the comedy of it all is I just came out of, like, a, a yoga camp where I was, like, sending <laughs> love and sending vibrations to people. And I don't know if anybody knows what that is, but, like, some people accept it. Some people are like, fuck you. And <laughs> at a certain point, I was like, look, I'm sending you love. And she goes, I don't need your love. Whoa. And at that point. Sounds like she does. Something. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> Something clicked, and I, like, looked directly at her, and I got very much like, oh, you want to go? And I went, oh, I get it. You're just a cunt. (laughs) The room exploded. Like, the audience loved it. Then Eliza came back on stage. We just went after it. And uh, (laughs) Like, full-on assault? Oh, just, no, just, like, like, she was, like, 
she just kept going. Like she would say, "And your hat sucks," and I was like, "Don't bring my hat into this." Like this was the <laughs> dumbest <laughs> arguments in the world. And then the security guard uh, dragged her out, and that was embarrassing for her. Oh, whoa! Well, security I, uh, got involved. Yeah. I was speaking of last comic standing. I, I saw the episode you were invited on to uh, to to get judged by. Oh my god! A weird panel. The weirdest <laughs> but, panel of all but, time. <laughs> but it was a good set, and uh, I had to ask you what it's like uh, being told. Uh, how what is it like having to stand there while Keenan Ivory Wayne tells you what it's to be funny? I no comment. Um, <laughs> it was just more comical fighting out who they were. Yeah. Um, Russell Peters phenomenal, and you know Roseanne is the sweetest. Honestly, the best woman in the world. And by the way, that my set was close to seven minutes. They they tripped. Oh yeah, it. that whole show is one big editing. Yeah, job. yeah, it is just it's cut up, and that's good because you know what? It's fine. I came out looking great on it, and you don't have to give away all your material. Exactly. I don't have. They don't own anything, and they were lovely to me. NBC was truly, truly lovely, and they want me to come back. And I was like, I don't know if. Keenan comes back, so will I. Um, (laughs) So I don't know. I just, uh, you know, to to get on stage in front of a a great audience that was excited about the show was fun. Oh, uh go on. (laughs) But, um, yeah, it's weird. It's just weird. It will always be weird to, like, do a competition and have someone be like, you're not allowed to say how's everybody doing. And you're like, well, no, you are. (laughs) That's like the one thing you want to do. So. Now, yeah. I've also seen you on these VH1, like, let's talk about everything that's happening oh, uh, yeah. in pop culture shows, like, uh, which, which I don't know the names of these. They're, uh, I love the 2000s, I love the 90s, yeah, best all week those. ever. Yeah, they're all um, recaps. So what makes you such an expert? <laughs> I always want to ask someone who's been on that. Why I think that, I'm sorry, but I think that requires a real talent it does no it does somebody like you because it does but you're not like the the ambassador to the 90s no but like somebody asked me to do one of those shows and i said no because i watch people like you do them and i said there's no way i could be that funny or i could be that even not even that funny but that quick about have something immediately to say on the the subject yeah Yeah. i think like uh, some of the shit i just don't give a shit about yeah that's the thing is like (laughs) you really gotta find stuff and you know honestly some of it you don't really give a shit about some of it i i'm why i like it is because honestly i learn a bunch of pop culture facts that i don't care enough to put in my brain um and it only just assists me in in having like a little bit more knowledge and more fuel that's how i look at it it's it's really just like oh they they set up a packet i go through the packet I you know I riff off the packet and it's really funny. Um, what I love about those shows so is there is like a hundred things you have to talk about. Oh, it's like thousands, episode? thousands. Wow. Like it's like you really basically spend. I hate to be not, a writer on that show. They're you know it's quick putting the though. Packet together. Yeah, putting the packet together is tedious, but um, I love VH1 for that because I you know I used to watch that stuff growing up where it's they recap pop culture. Yeah. And to me, it's just I love recapping the garbage that's been shoved down our throats. <laughs> I don't see very many like recaps of like the history it's channel. It's fun. That's why it's always like it always finds its way to my television screen. Yeah, and then I end up meeting like random people like Nick Lachey or Brian McKnight, people that like, <laughs> I never thought I would meet ever in a world. Totally. And, and that just like any any C D or F celebrity, like I'm a huge fan of. Yes. The A's and B's can suck my dick. A's like, and B's are sort of boring. Yeah, they're just yeah. boring. They're doing well. Like, I, like I don't to get have into the F's. Yeah, the F's, the G's, the Z's. Oh, man. Yeah. The Z-list. The Z-list. Kathy Griffin can't even make it onto that show. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know who would be on the Z. Who do you think would be on the Z-list? Hitler. (laughs) He's 
celebrity. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. He's pretty fucking well known. He was a <laughs> shitty dictator. I don't know who would be on the Z list. I mean, the Z list to me is like any boy band from the '90s that they tried to shove down our throats, oh. like O Town, Backstreet Boys. Whoa, I, remember O Town? Do you remember what I just said? O Town. How crazy is that that I remember that? That is crazy that you remember that. Ninety-eight degrees, O Town. Ninety-eight can, degrees. Wait, I can name more. I think. Please. Uh. Challenge you. There was girl. There was girl ones too that came out. Fuck. All was, Saints. All Saints. <laughs> Never, ever, have ever felt so low. One of those girls was married to the singer from Oasis. You're kidding. No. I've always wanted to be married to the singer of Oasis. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, so that's the Z-list. That'd be my show idea. You want to hear the show idea I want to pitch to Edamol? If yes. you want to talk about it. Yeah, it's not real. But, uh, yeah, I definitely want to pitch this idea. It's, okay, it's going to be a reality house. Already original concept. Inside the house are people that made headlines in the late 80s and early 90s. So, in the house, Ilian Gonzalez. <gasps> yes! <laughs> oh my God. Do you not already love this idea? Ilian Gonzalez, where is he now? Who else is in the house? Baby Jessica that fell in the well. Whoa! This is the best. How good is this fucking I've idea? Ever heard. And then, ready? Third person in the house. A hologram of JonBenet Ramsey. <laughs> Fourth person in the house. A hologram Damn. of Will I Am. <laughs> Fifth person in the house. Hologram of Lisa Left Eye Lopez. <laughs> Why all these holograms? Uh, it's gonna be two people in holograms. <laughs> it's gonna be called two people and a bunch of holograms. That's my idea. I love it. Thank you. And when they get voted off, does like a bunch of SWAT team have to take Elian out? Yeah, they take him out with it on a raft. <laughs> in a wave pool for those of you listeners that don't know who Ilya Gonzalez is he made headlines by rafting from Cuba to America with his mom and nobody made it but him I'm not laughing at that but the fact that That's and then just, we sent him yeah. back and then we're like no we're like no thank you at gunpoint yeah he's a little boy with a, with a, a full assault rifle in his face That's yeah. so weird I was just talking about him a few weeks ago, saying, like, oh, I wonder what happened to that kid. What is he doing? Oh, he's yeah. a DJ now. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> they always become a DJ. Although, man, if baby Jessica and Elian Gonzalez hooked up on my show, I would fucking lose my mind. What about, like, Lorena Bobbitt? Yes, L. Bobs. Uh, what's oh. the girl uh, that uh, beat Nancy Kerrigan? Nancy Kerrigan. Uh, <laughs> Tanya Harding. Tanya Harding. <laughs> Fuck yeah, she's in they the house. I'm pretty sure great... she's already been on a reality show. They just did a whole like hour-long special at the, during the Olympics on CNN with uh, Tanya Harding, and it was fascinating. Like, interviews from today with yeah. all the people involved. I just find it absolutely mind-blowing that someone cared that much about ice skating. I've just never seen white <laughs> trashiness get into ice, get Me into too. the world stage on that level. Yeah. Like the Olympics were about someone who just like had brutally attacked someone <laughs> with a lead pipe at with their a home lead pipe. rink. Why Me became like the quote of the century. Yeah. Remember I, that? That was Why a salacious me? story. I really did enjoy it. I loved it. Oh, the the bobs and weebs and that love triangle. Uh, and her, the guy that helped her do it. Like, what's yeah. going on in his reality? Where oh, he's like, hey, I've crazy. got nothing going on on a Tuesday. Let's hit Nancy Kerrigan in the knee with a pipe. Jesus. Okay. As long as you <laughs> buy me bagels. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how I imagine the conversation. H&H, yeah. 
As long as you 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 owe me Taco Bell, you got it. Do you get massaged a lot, JC? I uh, if I travel a ton, I will I'll make an effort to do it. For the sheer fact that I become a it's raging good. bitch if I don't, um... it's good to unwind, especially after travel, air, yeah. air travel, and because I can travel. really fall asleep anywhere. I could fall asleep like on an airplane. I was notorious for when I worked at MTV. I would go missing between the hours of three p.m. and three fifteen p.m., and they would usually find me under a desk in a fetal position sleeping. So <laughs> that's what I'm notorious for. Is like I just disappear to nap world. So yeah. I could do that, but with that, I, I get kinks in all of my body areas. So you're a believer in the benefits of massage. Yeah, and naps. And naps. Yes. And the fetal position. 100%. I know I'm going to have a, a back problem. How is my back, by the way? Is my spine straight? Your spine is straight. Okay, yeah. thank you. A little God. tight around the spine, but nothing, nothing out of the ordinary. Okay, good. I rely on masseuses to tell me what's wrong with my body. That's my health insurance. Oh, I also, uh, uh, I noticed you do work with Chelsea Handler. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. I saw you were on, were you on one time or more? Or? Uh, yeah, I do uh, Chelsea Lately, which is a fun pop culture show. Again, another pop culture show. But um, this one's a panel, and it's like rapid fire panel, which is really fun. Keeps you on your toes. Keeps you on your toes. You Again, more pop culture stuff that you don't really want to have in your brain but are appreciative. I want some of there. it. I want some of that stuff in my brain. Yeah, it's nice to have. Um, and, you know, she's a delight. She's a, a very cool person. And uh, the people that we go on with are really cool. And and uh, my first time I was there, I was so nervous. And then uh, I realized, ah, fuck it. It doesn't matter. I'm not gonna, none of this is going to help. She started lying to herself. <laughs> I just like we have these producers that assist us in writing jokes and if you're like so uptight about getting your joke in and eventually you're like eh fuck it <laughs> I'm funnier than anything they've ever written so I'll just say what I want and they're like you can't say that and I'm like oh the hell I can't <laughs> and then the edit comes out and they're like oh yeah didn't make it end they were right <laughs> they know what they're doing I love that you watched all this stuff this is so exciting well we're professionals but uh, <laughs> I like to get down with Google no Bing over here. Yeah. What's wrong with Bing, man? Oh, yeah. <laughs> right now, what muscle are you working on? Oh, you know what? I do want to say something about Google. Never mind. <laughs> um, we, had this, we had this conversation, David, speaking about things that bother us. So, if you, you know, uh, the, the smart search <laughs> on search engines, this if you so type good. in the letter C-A, cat will drop down. Yeah. Yeah, auto Things search. like that. Yeah, yeah. auto search. World War, smart, the first thing is World War Z. Like smart search. Smart search. Say that. Smart search. Smart, um, search. smart search, smart search, So if you type in my name or start to type in my name, my name doesn't drop down in the smart search. And if you type in or attempt to type in names of other female uh, porn stars, mm-hmm. their names don't drop down. <gasps> They've removed you guys? But if you type in <laughs> the name of a male owner of a porn company, his name drops down. You are kidding right now. And if you type in the name of this, it's like the porn equivalent of variety, I guess you could call it. If you type in that, that comes down. Their owner's or CEO's name drops down. So they, uh, they have no problem on the interwebs. Giving you the names of these men, but not the women. 
I call That's bullshit. messed up. Yeah. So the drop down there, ooh, uh, what do we do? Do we march? I don't know what's the next step is. <laughs> no. I feel like that's just, what we uh, do. We just march. Just something to share. That's interesting. Well, Google drop down, screw you, but please keep letting my name drop down because yeah. that's, that's messed up a little bit. You know, it's weird oh. to like find out that you. It, it, everyone Googles themselves. Oof. That's just how it works. That is true. But it's weird to find out a flaw in the Googling of yourself that you have to like explain to someone because there's no casual way to be like, hey, listen, while I was Googling myself, <laughs> I found a flaw in the system. This is true. Yeah, because then they're like, why were you Googling? You're like, that's not the point. That is absolutely not the point. <laughs> the point is you have to fix this flaw. Oh, God, I'm scared. Are you flipping over already? Yeah, girlfriend, I'm flipping. This is the part of the show where JC flips over. So what else is new, guys? Let me see. What's going on in the world? It's been so busy this week. I haven't seen any good movies lately. Oh, wait. I saw the movie Tammy. Okay. I have not seen this, nor will I, but I want to hear all about it. Yeah. I'm going to keep quiet on some levels, but it wasn't as exciting as I thought it was going to be. Well, the first thing is... Uh, the last three Melissa McCarthy movies that have come out, anyone can, you can Google this. <laughs> uh, they All the trailers start with Melissa McCarthy getting out of a car, turning around a corner with whatever the big rap song of the day is. So it's like, every damn hustling, hustling, oh, hustling. And a slow motion of her just like coming out with a song. That's actually very true. That's exactly that's how, they how do the too. trailer for Tammy started. You called it, actually. We went... To see a movie and that trailer came on. Yeah, and I've told you this before. Before it even came, yeah. before the trailer even started, you called it. Yeah, it wasn't. The opening scene was really funny and I was really stoked because I actually liked the Sandra Bullock buddy comedy that they did. Miss I thought Congeal- it was. Congeniality is great. I laughed. Oh. Wait, no, that's. <laughs> what are you talking about, David? Busted. <laughs> deserved, deserved more attention. First of all, I'm not talking about that at all right now. Okay. I'm talking about. Them as a buddy cop comedy. They, what was the movie? The buddy comedy, what was that called? Jesus. Oh, wanted... Godzilla. He wasn't in oh. the movie as much as I thought he was going to be. I'll do that. Just recapping films for you guys. Godzilla was a big disappointment for me. Yeah. Uh, I thought the trailer was sick. I thought the, the sequence of them flying in at the end, there's like a drop skydiving yeah. sequence. You waited an hour and uh, wait, 51 hour, minutes. minutes for like five <laughs> minutes of cool film and yep. then it goes back to being like, oh, this was lame. Yeah, emotional. It was so many emotions. Well, I love Ken Watanabe and it just... Godzilla. Godzilla. His role, they just didn't let him Godzilla. do anything. They didn't let anyone same do anything. Same thing over and over. And the same goddamn sound design. Yeah. Boom. Bass. Just bass. <laughs> and the same fucking bass over and over. Yeah. No changes. I just got back from Spain. I went to Spain. Barcelona. Madrid. I still, I need to go back to Barcelona. I haven't been in... My favorite place on earth. Seven and a half years. Jeez. So the last four times I've been to Spain, it was Madrid. Uh, All for the same movie. Which is a nice thing. Wait, what's the... Can you talk about the movie? Yeah, it's called Open Windows. Is it a thriller? It is. It sounds like a thriller. But the director is... One of my favorite filmmakers. Spanish filmmaker named Nacho Vigalondo. So everything he does, it there's just a special quality to all of his films, and the tone is uniquely his. And so in all of his films, there might be really s- serious things happening, but they're funny. 
And not laugh out loud funny necessarily. Although they just I make think, you grin the whole time. Yeah. He's a really hilarious sense of humor. Um, Where is he from? He's uh, he's Spanish. He did a movie called Time Crimes, which was phenomenal. Uh, and then he did a movie called Extraterrestrial, which was sort of like Vicky Christie Barcelona meets Signs. It was really great. Really? Yeah. Uh, and then Open Windows. I, uh, that's how I always tell people. Uh and then this one's you and Elijah Wood the whole time running around or on computer screens the whole time? Yes. Running around? I do. Yes, we do a lot of running. Elijah Wood's eyes are my favorite eyes. Yeah. Is that a weird thing to say out loud? Not at all. Okay. Because they're like baby blue jeans like eyes, right? Yes. I feel like he doesn't age at all. No, he doesn't. Elijah hasn't aged since North. I was thinking since uh, The Good Son. <laughs> Since Huck Finn. <laughs> Since Huck Finn. Oh my god, that's right, Huck Finn. What was going on in that movie? That guy was racist as hell, Huck Finn. Ah, uh, those those Tom, Tom Sawyer. Sawyer stories, they are bad. Yeah, they're bad. <laughs> you see the Louis C.K. bit about he actually reading it to his child? No. <laughs> Every other word's the Edward, and he like you have to see the bit. It's really funny. He just like lose, like couldn't get through the book. It was a really funny bit. It's at the Comedy Cellar in New York. It's on the it's on the old web. We'll have to post that for all the listeners to watch. Yeah, you'll like that one. What did you eat wow. in Madrid? Did you eat any paella? I did not. What did I eat in Madrid? We um, well, the first night I got in and went straight into press, and so I didn't even eat dinner. I literally went and to an interview photo shoot and then the next day was press all day so I did not we actually ate burgers yeah it's like we're in Madrid but that's that's what happens when you work for 14 hours yeah and you have one hour to go get a dinner while everybody's watching your movie yeah oh that's true yeah and then Sasha invited me to uh to join her and her boyfriend in Mexico and I went and it was just tacos. We all we eat was tacos. Well, that's what, that's that makes a lot more sense. The best tacos. But it was the best I've ever had. <laughs> I don't know. I've had some really. They weren't like I've had some really good tacos in Tulum once that just blew my mind. But these were like. I went to Tulum and there was this huge thunderstorm for five days when I was there. You were there in the wrong season, weren't yeah. you? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's Half the year it's like that. It was like February. But uh, it was we were Mexico City. And uh, Sasha was DJing this, uh, it's called the Electric uh, Color Festival. Yeah. And uh, That sounds like it tastes like mushrooms. Thousands of kids on ecstasy <laughs> jumping up and down and throwing powdered pellets at each other. Like, look, all the different colors, you know. It was fun. You DJed at that? Yeah. Wow. It was cool. That's awesome. Sasha, I want to come see you DJ. Yeah, it was fun. We actually had, like, probably... The best time slot, too, because about 45 minutes into the set, it started to rain. started okay. to drizzle. Seas. And then the last 20 minutes, it was pouring. People were still into it. Was yeah. it outside? Yeah, I was outside. <laughs> but luckily, like... I was mostly covered by the stage. I feel like I, I would be a, a pretty terrible DJ. But, I would, but I'd be so likable that people would still book me. There you go. I would just like play all the 
every well, she song means from well. Let her peaches. come back next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like she just plays the entire fried green tomato soundtrack <laughs> with like a. Pizza, what pizza songs tomato? were on the fried green tomato I don't soundtrack? Even know. A lot of it was I a heavy. The Benny saxophone. and June soundtrack was awesome from that era. Reality Bites. Reality was Bites a was a great one. <gasps> Empire Records. Was Empire Records. Yeah. That was one that was in the rotation. What else? Oh. And then I would play all Lane's these World. like Faruka bulk quotes from the craft. Like she, I don't know why oh. she plays all these weird. So what are some of your biggest influences as a comedian? Mm, great question. I would say that I grew up watching um, Kathy Seagal in Married with Children. Oh, of course. Um, who now is on Sons Sasha's of Anarchy. favorite show. Yeah, I Sons. And um, I grew up listening to uh, George Carlin. So whenever oh, the man. those movies came out that he was in a bunch of them, I really enjoyed that. And Mall Rats and all those things like that were huge influences. And Roseanne Barr was a huge part of stand-up meets sitcom for me. Um, Monty Python was big for me, watching all that weird eccentric comedy. And then also CTTV, which a lot of people don't know, is oh, yeah. Love the it. Canadian version of SNL. With Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara. I would say whenever I really, really got into comedy was when <laughs> In Living Color came out. Oh, I love that. And uh, Wasn't Fire... J-Lo one of the fly girls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She was. Yeah, J-Lo got me into comedy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've yet to be able to thank her. She's just so busy. But um, when uh, Fire Marshal Bill... That character was... Um, that was groundbreaking. Yeah, Jim Carrey doing that. I was like, oh, this is what I want to do. I want to be weird and creep people out <laughs> for a living. I want to tell you something. I want to tell you something. <laughs> I would go one way. Do you uh, Did you happen to see the new uh, trailer for Dumb and Dumber 2? Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait. Yeah. Oh, my excited. God. You I didn't see the trailer. I just saw a poster somewhere, and I flipped out. Why? Because I'm so excited. Oh, yeah. you're excited, yeah. Yes. I tried to show like a room full of people that I'm not too close with uh, the trailer the other day, and they were haters from the very beginning. And I was just like, why are you guys hating? This is amazing. You know but what? It's spelled T O. It's already a genius move. David, there's a lot of people that just don't like movies the way we like movies. Yeah, yeah that's true. And it, it is disheartening when you try and share your excitement with some. With don't like narrow like somebody. wear blinders and only watch one genre the whole time. Yeah, those are the kind of people that will be that'll watch Twister and be like, "Really a cow? Okay, really a cow flying through the screen right doubt now? Doubt it." And you're like, uh, uh, "Yeah, no, I've cow." Like you can't it. knock Twister. Philip Seymour Hoffman's in Twister. Let it go. Oh, may he rest. With cows. Moment of silence for Philip Seymour. With funny flank cows. Oh, by the way, shameless plug because I'm so excited and no, we do not get paid for this for any weirdos thinking that we do. Uh, Barnes and Noble's having 50% off on all <laughs> Criterion movies right now. So if you're a Criterion junkie, <laughs> wow, <laughs> like I am, uh, I kind of scoured through a few different locations around LA and there's some pretty good stuff. So. If you like Criterion, now's the time. I think it ends soon. If you like hard copies of, of antiquated oh, technologies. Oh, yeah. Sorry, David. Antiquated technologies, <laughs> then you should go to Barnes & Noble, Whatever. which itself is an antiquated business. I like to feel my movies. You should just like, call it a clearance. You know what? Okay, this is when it. I this Yeah, is I was going to say, that's, that's <laughs> a going out of business sale. going out of business sale. This is when I win. Is when you come over to watch something on Apple TV, and the last two times... 
Well, it I didn't get work. The internet too. No, no, I have super fast internet. It's not the internet. Fifteen MPS. It's technology. MPS or what is it? Megabytes per second. Yes. It should be fifty. And uh, that's why uh, you know Blu-rays are cool. Blu-rays are cool. Because most of the time they won't fail you. I also have a shameless plug for VCRs. <laughs> yeah. Anyone's looking to if anyone wants them. a great deal on some Betamax tapes. At Montgomery Wards. <laughs> Got some laser discs to show you. I would like to get it out of my apartment, but I can't carry it because it's too heavy. Uh, I actually have a friend who collects VHS tapes because... Because he's a hoarder. Because... <laughs> uh, there's certain movies you can only get on VHS that you can't get on DVD because yeah. of I know yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's oh. a lot of movies that people don't even know who owns the rights, so they don't can't distribute it. Yeah. What about The Last Dragon? No. Don't even know what you're talking about. <gasps> the Last you don't Dragon. Know Last Dragon. I watched that on VHS. Dragon? What? David. What? Oh my gosh, you need to watch this movie. Have you not seen The Last tonight. Dragon? It's so good. Okay, I'm gonna see it tonight. It's an 80s classic. Oh my gosh. I uh, just got the I got the rights to uh, remake an '80s classic recently, that one in like 13 people recognized, and everyone else is like, "What? What is it? Oh, you can't talk about it." it. No, I can talk about it. Oh, it's okay. called the Peanut Butter Solution. <gasps> what you did? Yeah, so I'm allowed to remake it. But the thing is, the original movie is pretty horrible. It's <laughs> it's not good, which is like sort of the point. It traumatized me as a kid, but I also what's it about? It cuts. <laughs> good, you're ready for some. I'm going to turn over and then I'll tell you all about the peanut butter solution. I feel like I've heard about this. Ah, uh, okay. Is it so, the same as the honeybee famine? It's from, uh, uh, it's from Canada. Uh, and it was on HBO like every day at 3 p.m. after school for like years. Was uh, it before or after Tales from the Crypt? It was like 86. <laughs> 86, 87. <laughs> and, uh, Sasha like that. It's about this kid who uh, witnesses some hobos die in a fire. So that happens while his mom's away the whole movie because of a divorce. I'm sorry. Every time you turn around, I can't, can't help but laugh. It's your nose. Thank you. Continue. <laughs> and uh, his hair falls out. He's so scared. And uh, everyone at school makes fun of the bald kid. And he then, uh, the ghosts of the hobos visit him in the night. This is a family film. The ghosts of the hobos <laughs> visit him in the night, scaring him. And say, you can make this concoction with peanut butter and put it in your head, and you'll have hair. And he does, but then the hair doesn't stop growing. And now he's a kid at school that everyone's making fun of because his hair won't stop growing. And uh, then his best friend goes missing. His best friend is kidnapped. <laughs> and that's just, that, that, that ball is dropped. And then they uh, find out that his best friend has been sold into child slavery. And he's later kidnapped uh, as well by the same guy who then uses his hair to make these magical paintbrushes that paint paintings you can then walk into further dimensions. What the fuck is happening? I know. It's crazy. Wow. It's not well made, but it was one of those movies that just like, I watched it every day after school and after like 10 years I had this psychological condition. <laughs> and, uh, but so I, you started shaving your but head I wanna, I want to figure out a way to make it. You should just make it live at uh, cartoon anime. claymation. Yeah. That's what everyone's sort of just leaning claymation. towards. Yeah, because it does sound like a Coraline type of vibe. Yeah, it needs to be like really weird, almost Tim Burtony. Yeah, mm -hmm. and it, it you need to, by the way, show four people it. I need to get Tim Burton. Is what you're saying? Yeah, you need to just yeah. get Tim Burton. It's just Johnny Depp, 
Helen Barnum Carter. I like a good remake if it's like, all right, that movie sucked. Let's make, let's do something with this, this property that uh, I've fond memories of, like uh, Ocean's Eleven. And that was made. The original was not good, but Soderbergh fucking made a great, fun movie. Yeah, you know what two movies I like that I stand by? Overboard and Waterworld. Overboard. I uh, was tricked into yeah. seeing Overboard as a kid. Me too. My parents told me I was going to see Throw Mama from the Train. I love that movie. And because uh, they were out at the same time. And I was like, this is a Throw Mama? Like, oh, I meant Overboard. I'm like, you fuckers. <laughs> and then your thoughts on it were? I loved it. I loved it. I rewatched it uh, in Santa Barbara when I was there two weeks ago to go do shows. And uh, that premise would not fly today. <laughs> the idea of kidnapping a grown woman. And just telling people that you're her husband. They had no computers. They had no files. They had nothing. She was just such a terror that they wanted her out of the hospital. And that's what I love about the concept of the movie. And the outfits in that, oh my god. Sunglasses. (laughs) Bathing suits. Unreal. Waterworld, I mean, people shat on Waterworld. I don't understand how you shit on fucking Kevin Costner as half man, half fish. (laughs) That's like, if you walked in and told me that, I would be like, yeah, absolutely. How much money do you need? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, hundred million. <laughs> oh, a hundred um, million. Let me check. And it'll only make ten. You got it. Well, that's just my fee. That's not even the budget. I know, right? The best thing about Waterworld is that the ride still exists, and they haven't torn it down yet. And it's a great experience if you go to Universal Studios. Mm-hmm. They just jet ski in your face. <laughs> really? Yeah, they land the jet ski like two feet from you. And like, oh. blah, they go up jumps and they land and they splash you. Jack Black's first oh, movie, by the yeah. way. Was Waterworld? Yeah. You mean one of the live shows? Yeah. Oh, oh. They do a live show at Water, uh, Universal. Boring. <laughs> <laughs> Hater. I still love It's a Small World. Me too. That's more my level. Is that Disney? Yeah. Yes. So, JC, is there uh, any way people could follow you on social media or anything you want to talk about before you... Uh, Absolutely. I love talking about stuff. You can find me on Instagram, J-C-C-O-C-C-O-L-I. That is the same as my Twitter, and my website keeps you track of all the shows that I'm doing live and anything that's airing on the old television sets at jccoakleyispretty.com. Yes. <laughs> you can find Sasha at Sasha Gray on Twitter and Instagram. She's on Facebook, got a page. Uh, and deep, SoundCloud, finally. And SoundCloud, finally. Google+. Plus. Uh, I'm Matt David Guy Levy on uh, the Twitter and all that stuff. But uh, we are at Deep Tissues on Twitter, at Deep Tissues on Instagram, and deeptissuespodcast.com. Thanks for coming in, JC. Yeah, thank you. You guys, thank you so much. I feel like a different person. Don't forget to hydrate. I leave here so excited. I'm going to sleep great. And then I end up having more energy. Yeah, I have so much energy right now, and I know it's really weird to say out loud. Okay, let me take this up here. Sending you vibrations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. How random Everyone, is that? Everyone's vibrating? dressed? We're all good? Yeah. All Are right. you dressed? Yes. Yeah. Good. Reminded me of uh, the great beauty. Love that. The great beauty. I live off vibrations. I live off what vibrations. What does that mean?